0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Loudwire podcast. My name's Graham. My name's Joe. And today our guest is Philip H. and That's right. We'll be talking about a lot of different things. The new Superjoint album, "Caught Up in the Gears of Application." Really cool album. Nice heavy, and
1: old school production. Really raw kick drums.
0: <sighs> heavy. Real really, heavy. Really, really heavy. A lot of great lyrical concepts, too, like sociopathic herd delusion, uh, the dangers of a herd mentality, burning the blanket, now talk, burning
1: blanket statements and whatnot. And we're going to talk a little bit about the SJWs Phil talked about in that song, the That's Social right. Justice Warriors, as you guys know. Very interesting conversation.
0: We just got to talk to Phil more about things like unity. How about that? You know, again, this these are conversations that, I kind of wish more people would have. I wish more people would talk about bridging the gap. But And something that he said
1: was the importance of listening to both sides.
0: Right. Everyone you know, keeps saying as a soundbite, we need to bring this country together and all that stuff. And right now it's very difficult to do that. But it's more
1: than just saying it. And it's more than just blindly attacking another side. There needs to be an open dialogue of not just an exchange of verbal blows. Yeah, that's another thing
0: is that uh, here's one, for example. One thing we're talking about as fairly liberal gentlemen, Joe and myself, is the PC culture we live in. And we think that's nonsense. I enjoy talking about smashing the little glass bubbles that we live in. Of course, we're not going to do that with one podcast but hey it's a step and if you feel the same way that we do and turns out Phil and Salmo does also you'll enjoy this podcast you'll enjoy this conversation we had with them and of course if you want to talk about music talk to music about Phil we talked to him about some
1: essential you get to talk to Phil about music instead of talk to music about Phil did I say music about Phil you did it's okay that's why you have a co-host oh thanks dude we
0: talked to Phil <laughs> about uh, some of the most essential New Orleans metal bands.
1: Yeah, we asked him to pick his favorite, and um, there's a lot for him to mull over. I mean, especially he knows all these guys; he's friends with everyone, and and there's a lot for us to mull over too. Never mind being entrenched in the scene like that. So yeah, stay so, tuned to find out what his favorite New Orleans metal album is.
0: Yeah, it's a surprising one, and it's probably one that you haven't heard. To be to be fairly honest. Hmm. Uh, so I really enjoyed this conversation we had with them. Hopefully this is a conversation that you haven't heard Phil Anselmo have before. That was one thing we really wanted to do with this, a new type of conversation with Phil, because you can talk about Pantera all day down, super joint ritual, everything that he's done. I mean, that's, that's a whole podcast in itself, but hopefully we brought out a side of Phil that maybe you didn't know existed. You know, especially in this kind of tumultuous time in his life. So to, uh, you know, just to have just a a nice conversation, you know, not chopped up or edited or cherry-picked or anything like that. It's just two people. Well, three people. Sorry, Joe. I forgot you were (laughs) a people. Just people talking about stuff. So I hope you enjoy this podcast, everybody. It's Philip H. Enselmo. And it's time to
1: sit down and shout. Let it out. Sit down and shout. Goddamn.
2: Hey there,
0: Graham. <laughs> hey, hey, Phil. How you doing, man? Hello, Graham and who? Joe. Joe. He's a new one. I don't know if New-ish. you've met him yet. been
1: here for hey, like a Hey Hey, How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Phil. Excited to be talking to you here.
0: Yeah, man, of course. Yeah, man. Uh, caught Up in the Gears of Application, new super joint album. We're definitely really enjoying it.
1: Yeah, nice old school production and everything. And uh, one song oh. that, that really stuck out to me was Burning the Blanket. And during that song, there's this chant of SJW. And, of course, everybody knows that being social justice warrior. Um, it seems like that word always carries a little bit of a negative connotation when it's mentioned uh... what was your intention here
2: Uh, honestly it was my reflection of the battle that goes on between what's just out there in the world and, and what is deemed Offensive by some, acceptable by others, and just, and really, it's, it's, uh... It, uh, uh really, it's, it's, uh... Don't get me wrong, now. Uh, social justice is very important, extremely, extremely important, but... I think when
1: It seems like you have to be careful the way that you approach any kind of situation whether you're fighting for the good or there are some people you know of course talking about the bad but you have to be diplomatic about it and
2: on oh, Absolutely, absolutely and I, and I, and I, and I it's, it's like it's tough for me to uh, I guess I was looking at it as a spectator and how one side will claim it's for the good whilst you'll get this other side that's claims this is uh, uh, for the bad and it's just an overview really of, 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 of the battle between this, this, this uh, Really, all the tweeting and Twitter wars and all is just is back and forth between the uh, oh, the political people or the, the, the one group or another group or another group or another group or another group, or another group, and, another group and then subsets of those groups and then... Within the same groups, you get division and division and division. And really, that my only outcome was that, you know, you can say you're, okay, you can say, I am for this group. I am for a certain thing. And then... Shit! It could be one month. It could be six months later. You can have the same group of people that are supposedly in cahoots together, or, or supposedly on each other's sides, all of a sudden disagree on one minute fraction. So just of, like a nuanced of, detail of what uh, the other. Their supposed allies agree on, and then all of a sudden there's division there. And it's like, God damn, man. It's like there's no right answer. There's no agreeing or you're wrong, there's no disagreeing or you're double wrong. So it's like it seems like it's this futile argument. And it's just ongoing, and I just thought the whole thing was just a little ridiculous because I don't participate in social media for a large part, especially Twitter and all that shit. Man, I'm a songwriter, and really all I've seen from today's uh, you tack on now, social justice is one thing, but you tack on the warrior, and it does get a negative connotation. Uh, it, it, it seems to me that
1: it seems like people uh, are quick uh, to along
2: with going along with what I said earlier about we, it's impossible to agree or you're wrong. And it's impossible to disagree. It's impossible to disagree because you're especially wrong. And then there's no conversation at all. There's no. There's no middle ground. So really, all I see between even their own group that they supposedly uh, represent or whatever, that there's just it's, it's a bunch of divide and distraction. And that's just how I took it.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's just causing a lot more arguments between people and uh
2: and and, and frivolous arguments uh, to to uh, some degrees. You know, it's like man, there's a lot of there's there's other things in life. You know, there's there's this thing called reality. You know, and and and, uh, I don't know. It just it seemed like a uh, it seems like uh, just a, a, a bizarre a phenomenon of sorts to me,
1: man. It does. And now, where do you think more extreme people would lie in today's climate, say, um, like somebody like Seth Putnam, who's obviously no longer with us? Yeah, we, we've been joking that we need him more than ever these days. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of smash a bit of
0: PC culture.
2: Well, you know, uh, I, of course, uh, you know, dude... Uh, me uh, I, I, I am a champion of freedom of speech and all of that which I, I would hope everybody is but I mean there are certain people out there I guess that just you know when they say something is hate speech or some other type of speech or just or, or Even if they're very educated, very calculated with their words, and use $100 words to explain a a, a complex situation or a simple situation, it's like, okay, then, you know, what's the end of the fucking argument here? What's the end of the argument? And as a musician who adores the freedoms that music does give to the voice and to uh really it, it to the voice and to the art of music which should be, is a, is a, is a free thing you know you can sing really about anything if you look at a death metal band you know you could look at that and if you sat there and just took everything deadly serious you would be uh, misguided to say the least you know it it's it, it's you know I, Most death metalers
0: I know are... are Probably the sweetest people on earth, in my opinion. (laughs) The nicest, the
2: coolest, (laughs) most down-to-earth fucking real people who just like horror films or true horror or the true horrors of life that have been shown to us, you know, that, that, that we've grown up with, whether it be from the television set or in the modern times, you know, from the, the freaking internet, you know, it's like yeah. man, you know, it's like anything, you know. And, and for me, it's 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 like uh, I I don't uh, I don't get it, man. I, I, it's not like I don't get it, but I don't. Sure. I don't get it <laughs> straight <laughs> up, and and a guy like Seth Putnam. Or Gigi Allen. Love G yeah. Or the Mentors, bands like that. You know, it, they, I mean, they would be under siege by <laughs> yeah. the SJW attack, you know? And it's like, fuck, you know? It's like, well, you yeah. know, that's going to lose them gigs. It's going to fucking, you know, it's going to lose them... You know, but, you know,
1: that's... I don't think... It kind of Ah. seems like bands like that, if you get offended, like, you fell for it. You fell under their trap. (laughs) They wanted you to get offended and worked up about it. That's kind of a little bit of the
2: joke. (laughs) That was the fucking point. That that, that is the point. That was the point. Just like, uh, you could take a love song, and if you're supposed to come away from that love song feeling sappy and romantic... Well, okay then. Fucking point made. Point made. But my lord, step out of the boundaries or or whatever. uh, This this uh, truly, uh, you know, uh, uh, silencing movement. You know that that. Uh, to to me to silence anyone really is an infringement on free speech and 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 then you got of course the sect that you know l- adores the conspiracy or they'll oh, they'll sorry. see half a video and they'll take the t- the old cherry pick lines and use. Uh, the end result or just to or, or or pick the lines that they choose the most offensive or something like that yeah. in order to and fit ta- their own and take them completely out of context it, it, and, and and that's in itself is it, it's it's bullshit
0: yeah and i think that speaks a lot to the new track sociopathic herd delusion and the exactly. dangers
1: exactly bingo yeah. thank you the, yeah <laughs> the dangers of herd mentality
0: for sure and uh, one thing that really caught me about that song is that when you use the word sociopathic to me uh, sociopathic absolutely means you know someone with a, a lack of empathy so i mean i feel that can be very dangerous and i feel like there is definitely a sociopathic herd delusion happening today that that we can see
2: Absolutely agreed, a hundred percent. And and and, it, and what's funny is it seems like the ones that are screaming the loudest that that it really you know that that one sect has as zero empathy. It sure seems like when that same uh opinion falls upon them they either silence their critics uh and i know I, uh, just a little bit about uh how twitter works just from reading and mm-hmm. this and sure. that you know or they'll they'll block their opposition in order to silence them we're not uh, here a dissent a uh, dissenting argument at all Mm-hmm. So it's like you know they they hear what they want they say what they want but act in a different way and it's and and it's very confusing and and at times I wonder you know are is this all meant to confuse you know and and. and uh it's it's got me confused but it doesn't in a weird way it's it's like all right you know i i agree with some of what you're saying but uh i disagree with parts of what what you're saying depending on the the group or the the movement or whatever and the second that bit of disagreement comes in, it's all, you know, all of a sudden it's like, well, you don't understand, and you don't understand, and here's the reasons, and none of the reasons are valid, because uh, my, my biggest thing is this, I don't, and, and if uh, th- this is something you can go back and, and look at, you know, it, it it it's like I've always spoken out against Gangs and whatever, and, and 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 to stand on your individual feet and and and, and individuality. God damn it! Mm-hmm. It's like where is the individual within a, a massive group? You know, it's like I, I, I'm much for individuality, and so like- in my mind, individuals would not. And this might be ironic in itself, but individuals would not g- form groups. They would disperse. <laughs> they would mm. disperse. Mm. Oh, man, you know. Anyway.
1: And um, now you have said uh, in an interview with Clairvoyant that most of the lyrics uh, for this new album were written before uh, Dimebash happened. Just curious, That is true. Now, you said most of it was, like 98%. Um, was there what was actually written after that incident?
2: Oh man. I, I, I think what I meant by that was final mixing, oh, final,
1: maybe just tweaking a couple words here and there.
2: No, I don't even think words. I, I'm thinking mixing. I, I, no. I, as far as writing, uh, that might've been a, slip of the tongue. The writing was done. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I think what I meant was the finalization of the record meaning mixing and mastering and finishing. But really, I'd, uh, I'd been keeping an eye on, on the uh, you know, what's going on in the world today uh, you know normally I open up my newspaper uh, via internet these days of course mm-hmm. and I'll go to my local news and I'll really I'm looking just to see what the hell my sports team is doing <laughs> <The Saints. laughs> and I'll see all these divisive articles man and oh, I'm yeah. like this is why even say stuff like this why unless you are trying to divide different sects of people and trying to lump us all into groups and throw a blanket over an entire group of fucking people that are made up of individuals who have their you might have as as much in common with somebody as possible but still at the end of the day when you go to bed at night with your uh, all alone by yourself, you do have your own complex set of thoughts, feelings, uh, habits, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that make you an individual. At the end of the day, and I just uh, I, I don't like all the grouping of people. I I, I I don't like it. I don't I, I don't I don't see where it's productive. Uh, I I don't. I don't see where it's uh, uniting mankind at all, and that's coming from me, man, straight up.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of what you just said there reminded me of an old Superjoint Ritual song, "Personal Insult," where you say, "Fight us, the American citizens, the most pissed off motherfuckers in the world," and of course, that was a, a post 9/11 lyric.
2: Uh, Well, it was, but it was also, you know, hey, looking back at those times, I was being ironic a whole lot on that record, like dressed like a target. uh, Put it this way, I'm a I'm a I'm a non-believer of of any god. I'm an anti-theist. a lot of people like to throw around the word uh, atheism today, but uh, apparently that takes on some strange connotations. But I I, I, I just I've never believed in some eyeball in the sky, and I'm sorry, that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't really uh, raised in a religious household. I was never required to go to church. Uh, I've never was, I've never have been baptized, thank goodness. (laughs) So it's like, getting on point here, Uh, I was being very ironic, you know, like at the end of the song, the U.S. is the great Satan and all that type shit. It's like, you know, uh, is our government to... corrupt and evil and all that type of shit well uh, you know that i that was a that was a, a, a what if 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 you were if, if you could be you know or you know it, it's a you know it, it, it's questioning whether or not you know every war that we're drug into or, or the rhetoric used by people that read my major publications and and come away with these with 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 ideas and and, and beliefs even you know it's it's uh, you know it can make them feel one way or another, and we don't know if we're getting the truth. So, therefore, we do not know if we are if our truths are founded on truths. So, mm. uh, you know, a lot of that is tongue in cheek. A lot of my writing, most of my writing, is is absurd on purpose and tongue in cheek, almost fucking always.
1: Mm. And guess the conversation started. Um, But returning to that line, because in that climate, the post-9-11 immediacy, there was a huge sense of nationalism. And now it seems that the country is divided more than ever. So fight us, the American citizens, the most pissed off motherfuckers in the world. How do you feel the last bit of that line has changed given today's current climate?
2: Huh. Well, I could pose the question back to you. Was I
0: wrong? Well, I would say that we are definitely pissed off at each other Thank at you. this point. I think a <laughs> lot more than we are pissed off at people elsewhere in the world. And I think that may be an issue because I think as you're talking about divisiveness, we are divided against uh the people that we could be uniting with for certain goals that I think we all agree with.
2: But where does the conversation break
0: down? I don't think we're even able to have conversations at this point. With, we're not. <laughs> you know, that's the thing is that, uh, you know, against, you know, the, the herd delusion, everyone is so quick to stick to their side, and people are not even able to... And Uh, they're afraid.
2: They're afraid to say something that goes against their their little group. I I totally agree. Slightly so for being called one of these ists or isms or phobias or, or whatever and really it's just mad. It's it's a bunch of word fucking salad, buzzword salad that just, I, I, I don't, and it seems I'm like not a, lot a of big people, fan
1: of. It seems like a lot of people are defending these issues because if they don't come to the rescue and defend it, they're going to get labeled as a racist yes, or something like they this. They will be labeled simply something. by not fighting it, not doing anything for the other side, but just by simply not voicing out
2: honestly it's like today there's no winning or there's no there's no there's no there's no no winning because nobody it's like if it's like if we cannot speak to each other in plain terms with an end game and an end um a uh, direction to all strive for then we can't speak to each other you know it, 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 it's futile
0: yeah i think there is a definitely a, a huge problem of communication like our politics right now are being used very very uh, precisely as a wedge between us. And I don't even think that is anyone's fault in particular. I think it is sort of a groupthink mentality. That sort of thing makes me extremely pessimistic about the future. And I really feel at this point like I am very pessimistic about us being able to communicate, say, the left communicating with the right or vice versa. I want to know are you optimistic about the future right now?
2: Well, that's interesting because I guess uh, everybody's a little bit uh, uneasy right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, What's one I, thing that gives you hope?
2: I, I, the, the, yes, uh, yes. Uh, I, I, I would have to say I'm always. I always want to be optimistic. Mm. I want to be optimistic because there are sane minds out there. Yeah. That, that, you know, uh, there, there are, it's a proven fact. There are sane minds out there. And, and, uh, but as far as uh, me, I, 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 man, I am no politico. I'm a, fucking rock singer and, and, uh, you know, it's like, uh, gosh, this is difficult for me, man, this is difficult because I don't, I don't really have, all I can do is answer your question and and just say, yes, I, I am optimistic, but like you, uh, there is, a, there, of course there's got to be a little bit of unease and pessimism involved, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's hard to find something concrete right now to grab onto to make you feel there optimistic.
2: There is, because, you know, like, like uh, I guess you could go to one website and read something that's supposed to be completely factual and then you'll find a link that says fact check everything that you read these days <laughs> it's, because it's, it's true man it's true I know and, and, and then you you know you'll you'll fact check your sources or whatever I'm, I've never done it I've just read the the, the, the link to the fact check everything yeah, <laughs> you know, which was sent to me because it's 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 a uh, vital, you know, uh, to get try and at least whittle some truth out of a narrative that says another, you know, and right. and, and it's uh, once again, I, I I think that confusion more than anything is 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 uh, reigning right now. Confusion and uncertainty is reigning right now, big time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that confusion, I think, has affected all of us, especially in our interpersonal relationships with people who we may have different, you know, political, uh, religious, whatever have you, opinions. We have different opinions from people that we love. Um, Has this election at all, regardless of what side, um, has it put any strain on any relationships that you have personally?
2: Ooh, uh, I try and stay out of it as much as possible. So when it yeah. comes up, I listen,
1: <laughs> no, I listen
2: good. to one side that is for, Oh, let's say just Republicans and Democrats, you know, sure. and it's really, you know, uh, interesting. I stay out of it, but you know, it, it, it's bizarre. Uh, it's it's like we all want the same things, hmm. it, it, but then we don't, of course. And you know, it's like it's it, it is. 2016. It's about to be 2017. You would think that by now um, we should have come a longer way. Yeah, I agree. We should have come a much, much longer way as far as relations between everyone and and, and and it just seems so almost impossible because once again i go back to the agreement disagreement none of that's good enough apologies aren't accepted everyone has a platform and can voice their opinion these days and this is everyone everyone with a computer with a with a whether a facebook account youtube account whatever all that stuff you know they they have, they have these platforms mm-hmm. and We don't know these, you know, we don't, you know, they're all slanted in their own views. So it's like you can agree with somebody or what they're saying and out of, nowhere you know the next time you listen to that same podcast or or whatever you're doing wherever you're getting your information you know a curveball hits you and it's like whoa whoa, you know this is something i don't disagree or something i don't agree with yeah Mm -hmm. but you try you know myself i try, you know i try and be as, as 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 open-minded about it as possible because there you know somewhere in between the complete disagreements you know uh, with the agreements there could be some common ground you know there could be but for some reason it seems like that common ground is disappearing you know it it seems like it's, it's just not there it's either you're with us or against us Type of mentality, and I, I just, uh, man,
1: I. Uh, it seems like there's a lot uh, of blanket it, statements.
0: It dissuades me from engaging, honestly. Yeah,
1: I know what you mean by that. Yeah, well, uh, one more question for you, Phil. Yeah, since we're running out of time here, we're gonna go back to music. This is a fun one. Um, you're an, you're a New Orleans guy, heavily involved in the scene. So many bands down there over the last how? Two three decades, and we want to know what is your favorite NOLA metal album that you have not been involved in? We got a lot of stuff. It's a tough Pro one bar, I know. Green erosion <laughs> of conformity, acid bath, goat whore. Lots uh, of good stuff down there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might have to. You can cheat if you want to pick like, a loose couple. Uh, no, two no, or no. three.
2: I might knock the ball out the park here no. and, and freak you cats out. But, okay. Uh, 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 trying to get to think of a date here without. I'm not going to cheat. I'm just going to think. Okay. But. Uh, are we just talking music? Just music.
1: Yeah, yep. music. Just New Orleans Metal Album.
2: That you were oh, not involved. No, no. In.
1: Right, now you, okay.
2: Now you say metal album. <laughs> well, you know, because could... I was going to say, metal. I was going to say Dr. John, Right Place, Right Time, uh, because it's a mm. great album, and, and I've got the 45 version of Right Place, Right Time. And on the flip side, there's a song called I've Been Hoodooed, <laughs> and it's a killer song, and I love Dr. John. But, um, Oh, man, metal record. Oh, jeez, damn. Um, ooh, a
1: favorite? This is, you're <laughs> killing me. Oh. And you said you weren't going to cheat. You gave that option <laughs> up now. You have no cheating.
2: I'm not cheating. I'm not <laughs> at all going to go to my New Orleans list uh, on my iTunes. tunes no I'm not I'm not I promise <laughs> god damn it
0: uh, it's oh. funny this is the hardest question to answer out of everything we've <laughs> talked about today <laughs> it's
2: very hard because I don't yeah. want to I mean you know uh, and it's something I that I am not i not a part of
1: what we got crowbar soylent green I, yeah,
2: uh, well, I've been involved with Crowbar and Soil and Green. I, I love yeah. Soil and Green, but the, it, it's... it's uh, To me, my favorite Soil and Green record would be the Pussy Soul album. Ooh. Uh, because I saw that entire thing. I mean, they used to... Well, actually, when they were writing that material... Uh, they were practice at my house at certain points because I was doing uh, the second Christen version uh, oh, demo yeah. with their drummer, Tommy Buckley, who played on the actual demo. So it, it's like, man, uh, so I guess that involves me in a strange way, even though Green We'll Green we'll one that were,
1: We'll go with one that you weren't a member of the band for. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, no, I was not at all. Uh, I, I love the Pussy Soul record. Um, oh, uh, there's definitely I cannot leave. Like I, ate God's first record, um, you know, in the name of yeah. suffering, you know, it's a for its time. Yeah, this very is dirty, very. Uh, Groundbreaker. Black groundbreaking. black flag. Yes. If mm, you will. Yeah. Uh that album uh, Yeah, you know, pick or choose between those two records. Uh, <laughs> <Okay. all right. laughs> so a little there you bit go. of cheating. <laughs> Graham, you wanna throw in <laughs> your <laughs> that's not
1: cheating. Graham, you wanna throw in your nomination here? Oh. Man, I should have been thinking what my answer was while Phil was trying to answer. Yeah. I know you m- have an answer. Yeah, I've right? got mine. I'm going with Acid Bath when the kite string pops
2: yeah I know that's a very popular record that's a very popular yeah. record i just uh man there's so many to pick from man. I, uh, really is and it seems like it's not that many bands but when you're when you peg me on that uh, it's like very tough because really for me back then you know or or, or growing up in between the DFW, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth scene, and New Orleans, it was demo collecting, you know? Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, and sir. really, it, on that level, there is without a doubt, the number one demo of all time for me is X order 1988 Slaughter in the Vatican Demo. Mm, that demo that was, was fucking awesome and still is awesome but also that the, the very tight almost tied for one would be a band called graveyard rodeo hmm. <laughs> uh, Good name. believe it or not that was pepper keenan's first yep. band oh, and okay. he actually played on this demo but the sewing discord in the Hearts of Men demo was fucking dark, mm. slow, heavy, hardcore—a mishmash of, of of everything New Orleans that not many people know about—and and really just fucking they were a great live band. They were fucking. Dark and, and and ominous, and it what was strange and just a real quick to, for you guys, just for general information. Sure. When when, when at one point when all these bands, uh, and I'll tell you another one, man, Incubus first demo, very underrated. The the original Incubus is from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Serpent Temptation demo. They were I went to high school with the drummer. Hmm. Yeah, I actually saw him play drums during some, I was still in schools before I quit school. Like, That's when uh, you're dating the prom queen, right? She, yes, exactly. Uh, right. 10th, <laughs> 10th, 11th grade. Uh I watched him do some drum solo for some talent competition or some shit like that. I mean, this is how long ago we're talking, man—like the middle '80s, uh, early to middle '80s. So it's like uh, uh, Incubus. uh, Okay, so you get all these bands: X Order and Crawl Space. uh, I got Crowbar slugs before that shell shock before that you get all these fucking bands and they used to practice uh not not including incubus but all these other bands would, would practice in this place called the green warehouse and Man, uh, I would go back home to visit certain weekends and, you know, make plans with everybody. It's like, man, I'm coming out to practice, and I'll bring this, I'll bring that, beers, and all oh, whatever. And, uh, you know, I'd go get to watch all my favorite bands practice and shit like that. Yeah. But when Graveyard Rodeo would show up, and they would begin their ominous tones... everybody else would just like drop their instruments and listen to the walls shake with this fucking brooding, fucking dark, hardcore band that just was just... uh, 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 It was was an uh, assault on the ears And so fantastic. And, uh, you know, they did have a record come out later with the later members. Uh, There's no way you could catch that vibe from that record. But back then, man, uh, sewing Discord in the Hearts of Men demo and and all that shit, uh, really just, just fucking phenomenal work so there you go a little little bit of history there for you there it is
0: there it is i guess i gotta say my i'm a big goat whore fan so me me like either carving out the eyes of god or blood for the master but i've you know if you're gonna say like one of the ultimate then like take as needed for pain i mean you gotta you gotta talk about that one phil thank you so much for giving us some of your time today man we so appreciate it so so much super joy and right back
2: at you man and it's interesting and y'all touched on some very interesting things and i they're tough for me to talk about because i think it's tough to for everybody to understand really right now you know until i you know until things sort things out themselves Mm -hmm. but
0: are they going to I don't know man. I know I'm getting out of the country on Saturday I'm going to South Africa for two weeks so I'm I'm playing with some hippos yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna have some fun getting out of here for a bit maybe clear my head a bit
2: that's probably for the best
0: All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Philip H.N. Salmo, a great guest.
1: Had so much fun talking to him, man. Yeah, that was a really fun conversation. I mean, we talk about this all the time. We talked about all the political stuff with Barney from Napalm Death, but mm. it's different getting somebody who's come under so much fire. I mean, forget whether you think, you know, your opinion on what he did. I, we all know it wasn't a good thing that he did. Yeah, it was, it
0: was, but. Poor poor decision making. Yes.
1: <laughs> but you know, we this should be eye opening.
0: Yeah, we should go on record as just saying that we love Phil and we
1: think he's a good dude. I mean, he took he made an honest mistake and we're not going to say the words that he used anything like that was right by any stretch, but I think everybody knows that there's certain things that you joke about in your own circle of yeah. friends that anyone could find offensive. It doesn't need to be something that's completely blatantly outright that you know is offensive it could just be one small thing but when you take that outside of your circle some people may understand that differently and as you could tell from me saying this I'm trying to phrase this in a way that won't label me as anything it's very difficult to even try to explain that Hopefully, you understand where we're coming from. I think if you've made it this far in the podcast, you do. Yeah, Obviously, his actions, <laughs> a little bit more intense than some other things, but just something to kind of keep in mind and a little bit of perspective there. Yeah,
0: you make a mistake, and you know you don't need to apologize a million times for it, especially when it's been almost a year now, hasn't it? All right, everybody thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Loudwire podcast we'll be back soon with another amazing guest just like we always do make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube hit that subscribe button on iTunes give us five stars because we deserve it and then delete it and do it again yeah and then leave a nice comment if you would be so kind make sure to follow delete that and leave a nicer one (laughs) just calm down Joe uh (laughs) Make sure you follow us, Loudwire, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go to loudwire.com for all your daily rock and metal news. Follow me, Graham, on Twitter
1: at GrahamWire. And follow me, Joe, on Twitter at IceNerveShatter. It's song. in case this is the first time that you heard that I have a Twitter. Exactly.
0: Thank you all so much, everybody. We'll be back soon. Have a good one.